at me going, Little Miss Luff Sleep. <laughs> what? No way. Three in a row. Three in a row. I am losing my mind. I cannot believe I re related to three of these memes today. I got to post this on my story to let everybody know that they, this meme knows me so well and I relate to it. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to episode 57 of the Last Iglehart Podcast, baby. Woohoo! You're looking at Little Miss moving to Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And bringing all the energy into episode 57. Okay, it's a little bit from episode 56 of what was lacked and then it's just flowing right into episode 57 so the energy that's normally there is combining with the lack of energy from last episode and just mashing together and you got this going i look i was being very like look i was in phoenix in uh, a house where i didn't know the guys very well the walls were very thin and i was just trying to be a little misconsiderate but now I'm back in an apartment by myself, and now I can be as loud as I want and energized. Woo! Let's go. Little Miss Energized. What is up with the Little Miss stuff? Have you seen it? The stupid, dumb trend that's going around. The Little Miss memes. You know, the, 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 it's got a cartoon character. It's all over social media. You know, it's, I've seen it on all over Instagram. It's got the cartoon character, and above it, uh, it's got some words. Little Miss with something right next to it that's just very vague and could just relate to anybody. Anybody could relate to Little Miss whatever. Little Miss blank. Little Miss whatever. It's just something so relatable. And girls are, specifically girls, are just eating this up and posting it on their Instagram stories. Like, oh, like anything that relates to them, they're just like, oh, uh, little mistressed. Oh, no way. Uh, I got to post this on my story to let everybody know how much this relates to me. I, I wonder, that's literally what I think goes through a girl's mind when they saw these like trends and memes. It's just like, oh, little miss always walks my dog. Oh, oh wow. I, I do always walk my dog. I got to post this on my story now. Wow. This, that was a good one. You really knew me really well. <laughs> Little Miss loves energy drinks. Oh, what? No way. Two in a row. Two in a row on this. Like this. This person who is making these knows me pretty pretty well. I'm. Mean, I have to post it on my story. There's just no way they're gonna get me. Going. Little Miss loves sleep. <laughs> what? No way. Three in a row. Three in a row. I am losing my mind. I cannot believe I re related to three of these memes today. I got to post this on my story to let everybody know that they, this meme knows me so well and I relate to it. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I, there's no way it's going to get another one. <sighs> Little Miss loves to drive cars. Oh, no, I have a car and I love to drive it. It got me four times in a row. Take my money. Take my money. I got to post this on my story. And they have 50 of them. The girls have 50 Little Miss memes all the time, tagging their friends in it because it's so relatable. Oh, man. I, and it's kind of going on a decline, too, now. So you don't, I don't really see them much anymore. But when I was in Phoenix, I saw them all the time, all the time. I, I even had people on the trip. I had a lot of girls that I was with. Okay, just to point that out. 
and they were sending in the group chat the little miss memes they related to and they were like wow this relates to me so much and it, it, oh my god oh, oh and I, oh, I bet the passive aggressive people were just like eating this up too any passive aggressive person just eating this up because you know how passive aggressive people are you know like they got to you know, you, you have a passive-aggressive friend or you've met a passive-aggressive person. They have a problem with you. You know, they come up to you in a way where they present the problem as a, like kind of a jokingly manner. So when you immediately kind of like get a little defensive, they're like, oh, hey, whoa, huh, it's just a joke. It's just, hey, man, it's, it's just a joke. You know, those passive-aggressive people. Uh, let, let's say hypothetically you live with a passive-aggressive person. Okay, just for the scenario, you know, it's, it, this has nothing to do with me personally like at all. Um, but for this scenario, you live with a passive aggressive roommate and, um, you happen to be coming in from home from work and the trash happens to be full. And then they turn around and they're just like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Uh, Oh, Oh, how's your day been? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, Hey, Oh, wow. That trash. (laughs) It's, it's, wow. That trash looks kind of, kind of full, you know, you know, like a little, you know, just like Mount Garbage over here and just, you know, oh man, like my arms, man, do you see how big my arms have gotten? Just my arms have been so like, just, they've been getting really big lately, just taking the trash out all the time. And just, I just, it's just, it's been very tiring and very wearing on them. I've been trying to like give them some rest, um, recently because I just don't want to like tear a muscle or anything just by just taking that heavy trash out all the time. And, uh, oh, what was that? Oh, you, oh, you, oh, oh, um, do, do, do you want to take the trash out? Oh, no way. No way. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would help out so much. I thank you. Thank you so, so much. And, oh, wow. There's no way there's a, there's a whole mountain of porcelain in the sink as well. And some, just, a, just some Dawn will, you know, if you could just help out with, <laughs> Oh, I love passive aggressive people. I love them so much. I bet they hopped on the meme too, you know. We'll just stick with the we'll stick with the roommate scenario, you know. They're like they're late for rent. They're always late for rent or they the passive aggressive person thinks the person's always late for rent. So, they take the little miss meme and they find a little miss meme that's perfect for them. The little miss always late for paying rent and then send it to their roommate that's always apparently late for paying rent and just send it with a tag it with a laughing face going, "Ha ha ha, this is so you." And that friend gets it and they're just like, oh, hey, dude, I, I paid the rent last month. Completely fine. Like on time and everything. Oh, what, what, hey, don't, don't get offended. I was just kidding. It's just a joke. I just, you know, I was just trying to make you laugh with something that I, you know, thought was you. So I just, I sent this to you and uh, it, it helps you with life. I didn't, I didn't want you to get offended. I just, <laughs> just. Uh, but seriously though, uh, it was like I had to pay late fees multiple times in the previous months for, um, you being late on payments. And so, um, it's little miss pissing me off and you got a little miss get this fixed or I'm going to little miss kick you out. Um, and you'll be little miss homeless and we won't be friends anymore and we'll turn into little miss acquaintances. You understand? You little miss got it. Whew, little miss means, but I'm little miss going to Phoenix, moving there. I cannot wait 
to get out of this state. Oh, this state of Arkansas. It is so boring. Oh, and terrible and just, oh, I hope God never brings me back here again. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. And there, there's always, there's so many great things here that I'm moving away from in Phoenix and uh, not moving. Yeah. Moving away from to go to Phoenix for, and it's just the community that God's blessed me with here is top notch. I, I wish I could just take the church that I'm with and the community that I have here and just plop it into Phoenix and I would be completely and perfectly fine wherever I move because it's, it's been amazing. Like number one, like number one, the community, number two, I'm moving like, this is the last bit of church merch that I'm going to be getting from second college. Uh, and I'm hands down moving away from the best church merch in the United States that has developed and made in Conway, Arkansas at Second Baptist. Just look at this. You got the pocket with the, the second college on it. And then on the back, just, yeah. Saved by grace. Okay. Through faith. And this is not of yourself. So you cannot boast. It is a gift. I kind of got that mix match, but you got the purpose there. It's Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. If you would like to know. Dope verse. Great verse. I learned that verse uh, that was like the first verse that I learned being in um, the college ministry joining two and a half years ago. Oh, it's been that long. Time flies. Time surely does fly. And I'm going to miss Conway so much for real. I really am. But like right now, also, I'm in the midst of just trying to pack and get all these just stuff situated and finding a place to stay and just having everything just it's it's a little miss wearing me out and, and a little miss stressful, but I'm getting things together. You know, I was, you know, at last episode, if you, if you listened to it, I was planning to live out of my car. That's what I was going to do if I happened to move to Phoenix. But, um, I always overshoot. I don't know if you, if anybody else overshoots like me, but I always go for worst case scenario and always go for just over the edge stuff and just plan for the worst. Or not even the worst, just like I plan for just just go out of out of reach or go to an area where I just don't even need to go. And um, sometimes you're unlucky. And when you do like or you say things like that, you propose an idea like that, such as living out of my car for a little bit or an extended period of time until I find um, a place to stay. And you happen to have a bunch of yes men around you. That you're that are your your apparent friends and they're just like yeah that's a that's a great idea go yeah go live out your car man go live out your car and you're like oh for real like that's not a two out there idea no no dude no go live your life go live in your car I think this is gonna be a great idea great opportunity and I think this would be some great experience and they're just saying yes to you no those are not good friends you don't need that all the time especially with my brain I don't I need people to question me sometimes for sure. The way my brain works, I throw something out there. If it gets swatted down, I'm like, you know what? Maybe it got swatted down for a reason. All right, I'm gonna hold that. I should have held that one in, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, keep, I should have kept that one. Now that's why I'm so ha- thankful for my mentor. I gotta leave him too. Man, this is just so sad. <laughs> this is just getting sadder as I talk about it. But I, I have to leave him. But he legit has helped me through so much. Oh man, he's helped me through so much. And in talking about this situation is debating on go, moving to Phoenix or not. And uh, I told him about living in my car thing. And he just was like, really, you're not going to have to live out of your car. Just don't, 
don't even think about that. Like, that's why. And I'm like, it, I mean, my my friends said they were they they didn't mind when I told them. They're like, hey, he was like, what? Like, dude, that's kind of dangerous, and that's kind of an extreme situation. And no, <laughs> you're not gonna you don't you're not gonna have to live out. As soon as he was like, he also asked me questions as I'm talking to. And, but the questions are like, they make me think more. And that's how I process stuff. You know, I talk it out. Questions are asked. I process it. And then boom, I kind of solve the situation. Um, I kind of solve the situation through, you know, me just talking and then just getting questions asked. So I am not living out of my vehicle. It's basically what I'm saying. Um, I, before talking to my mentor was talking to my mom. I feel so bad. Uh, I still feel really bad for doing this. Uh, I, I got into uh, a little dispute or a little argument with, with my mom. It really wasn't much of an argument. I feel really bad because, you know, you've been in those arguments where you're 100% wrong. Oh, not even 80%. I wasn't even 80% wrong. I was 100% in the wrong. And I had to apologize. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was a tough one. It was a really tough one. You know, you, know, you just... When you have to apologize for something that you knew that you were 100%. Oh, man, those always hurt. But basically, I wanted to live in my vehicle. And I was trying to tell her that I have to sell some of my big stuff. Like my mini fridge, my mattress, my TV. And she was like, why? But it was coming from my mom. <laughs> so I was like, what do you mean, why? Well, you're not, you're not supporting me? You're not going to... And I started going into this whole big tangent. Like, come on, like... Why is it such a big deal? Are you not going to support me? Like, come on. Like, I'm, I'm a man. I'm a grown man. I can make my own decisions. I'm 22. I'm all grown up. If I want to sell my mattress, I'll be able to sell my mattress. If I want to sell my fridge, I can sell my fridge. If I want to sell my TV, I can sell my TV. And then she just looked at me and like, she not, not looked at me. We were on the phone. But she's like, I, before she could say anything, I just already went way overboard. I could do a lot of things. I need to work on that. I really do. <laughs> but I felt so bad after I got off the phone because then I called my friend up and um, I, I haven't realized, fully realized yet about how much time he doesn't have anymore because he is married and he has a wife. Um, and I guess I just haven't honored that title yet or just don't really understand the full extent of it. So I called him immediately and I just was hashing it out about how irritated I was about the situation of like the little bit of an argument that I got in with my mom is so dumb, but I just like kind of was hashing it out and he was like, Oh, it's okay, bro. I just can't really talk about it right now. I'm watching, um, I'm watching a movie with, um, my wife. He didn't say his wife. That would be very like weird, but like he said his wife's name and I was like, Oh, I, uh, I forgot you're married. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that, but it was like one of those realizations I was like, Oh, I was disturbing movie night for the married couple. Oh, I don't have my friend at easy access anymore. Oh, click. <laughs> okay, never mind. I will figure this out on my own. So I realized I came to the uh, th thought process that I was like, oh, I came to the memory of like, oh, wow, I got a tow kit on my car. It's a 2007 Toyota Corolla and it happens to have a tow kit. Why? I don't know. It just seems like any, like the last two cars I've had have tow kits on them. And it just seems like God's like, hey, yo, where there's a tow kit, there's moving in your future. So I was like, oh, dang, 
do I still have that hitch? So I went into my closet and started just, you know, scuffing around. I had the hitch and lo lo and behold, that hitch fit perfectly into the tow kit of the Toyota Corolla. And I was like, no way. I got to call my mom and apologize. <laughs> I got to call my mom and let her know that she was 100% right. Turns out, mom, I can take that mattress. I can take that mini fridge. I can take that TV. I can take all my big stuff because I was wrong. And God provided the perfect fit. Hitch to tow kit. Going to get a U-Haul. And I am going to drive all the way to Phoenix, driving to Phoenix, 20 hour road trip, even through Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ah, yes. If you've never been to Albuquerque, New Mexico, which probably most of my viewers and listeners have not um, been, it is a very garbage place. <laughs> it is very garbage for sure. Just, I just going through Texas and actually before I get into that, Theo Vaughn was right. Okay. Theo Vaughn was a hundred percent correct. I, uh, his, his podcast is called this past weekend. If you don't know who Theo Vaughn is, go look him up. He's hilarious. I love his podcast because it was his, one of his podcasts was titled Albuquerque and it happened to be right before I went on my road trip to go to Phoenix to go work at the uh, church plant Phoenix. Um, and uh, I would listen to that whole podcast um, before I left. And then as soon as I left, lo and behold, I didn't even realize it. We went through Albuquerque and he was right. Weird people, weird place, very wild uh, for sure. I mean, going from Texas where there was trees grass there was green and then automatically as soon as you hit new mexico just rocks i felt like i was in mars there's no way like seriously i feel like that's where they got the pictures of mars from they used albuquerque new mexico and they just took 8k pictures and nasa just uploaded them onto their website and boom there you go you got mars photos but it just really was albuquerque new mexico for real that's where that that's that's they have they don't have real Mars pictures. That's what Mars is is Albuquerque, New Mexico. They use that <laughs> that right there for us. There we go. And that's probably where they faked the moon landing too. They used just uh, an area or a patch of New Mexico around that area, and they just did the whole scene over and over again. Just one step for man, one no 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 one one step for. What what was my line again? What, what was the line again? One oh oh one one step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In credits, like that was where they filmed the moon landing too. Um, but um, I guess going on to a tangent here. Look, I am not going to believe that the moon landing was real until we get a part two. All right, okay, Elon, Jeff Bezos, we we know that y'all are competing here in the space race. Okay, you know. Elon's trying to go to Mars, but why is he trying to go to Mars when we need to get a part two of the moon for us? We got to get a few back and forth of the moon. All right. Get a little thing going here and there. You know, Jeff Bezos over here, he's going to be getting the Amazon Prime going, the space, space, uh, Am Amazon space. And he's just going gonna to need to get a little few practice runs going there as well. And I feel like, I feel like Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos need to have a competition and you have a competition of who can get to the moon first. 
and then who can get to Mars first? You got to do baby steps here, okay? Uh, it's only it's only going to cost about twenty to thirty billion. I know that's big money for a lot of people listening, but to them, that's really not that bad. Like just a. <laughs> Like literally that's like Elon just gets into his Tesla and like he looks into his console and finding 20 billion in there. That's like, that's like legit the equivalent, like us getting into our car, finding a five in our console going, Oh wow. I didn't know I had that is the equivalent of them having $20 billion. Just, (laughs) Oh, Elon gets into his Tesla, opens up his console. Oh, 20 billion. Oh, well, dang, that's awesome. Like, (laughs) just wash it. Elon and Jeff Bezos, like wash their jeans. They, they get them out. They're like checking the pockets. They, or they're like, Oh, they're putting, the, they're putting on their jeans after a wash and they're just like putting them on. They're like, Oh wow. What's and what's in my pocket? Well, $20 billion in my pocket. I washed that. No way. That's awesome. I mean, I didn't know I had this. I mean, cool. Huh. I will, we will fly to the moon with this chunk change that I just found in my pocket. So we need a part two. Okay. Albuquerque stopped at a gas station and we were filling up and this is where things got weird. Um, you know, you had, I just, I don't know. I just had a very weird, just, it just, I felt a weird, very weird energy coming from this gas station that we were at. It was a nicer gas station too, of all the other ones that we passed. And so we got, I, we got there. I, I pulled in, started filling up. And, uh, uh, my friend went in t- inside because he had to use the bathroom. He immediately came out because that bathroom did not work. I was like, okay, well, we'll find another place because I got to use the bathroom as well. Uh, then another guy, uh, a random guy came up to us and he just had a gas can. He was like, Hey, you know, you got, you got any, you got any spare gas? You know, I, I need some gas and this gas can, can you fill this up? I'm like, Hey, no, nah, man, I, we got to get on the road. We got to, we got to get going. He's like, ah, oh, okay. This all, it's all good, man. He was, he was the, one of the Mars creatures there. Like for sure. You know, have y'all seen that? The, the Mars picture where it has like the Sasquatch shadow guy behind a rock, you know, the, the Mars picture. Uh, oh, and just he's just I'll pro- I'll pull it up. It's just he's just the guy. The, there's a shadow behind a rock, and he's got. His, I think his hands are up like this, um, but it looks identical. Like that picture I pulled that up recently, and it looks identical to the guy that I saw. Because if you look really closely to that picture of that creature on Mars, it looks like if you zoom in, he's holding a gas can. So I believe. That, um, that, that's even more proof that all Mars, all the Mars pictures were just taken in Albuquerque, New Mexico, just right there. Just because, um, if you zoom in, it's just the gas can, it's just evidence, even more evidence. Uh, but we got out of there quick. Um, as soon as we realized that there's no public bathrooms in Albuquerque at all, zero bathrooms to be found. Zero. You can't find a bathroom that's even decent. we went to another gas station, uh, no bathroom of that, that you could use. Then we went to another one and uh, the third one. And uh, you can only pee in that one. You can only go number one. Is that, do we do numbers? Is that what we were as kids? You know, we, you can only tinkle. You can only number one in there. You can only hashtag number one in that bathroom. Like, I wonder what would happen if you number two. Like, I didn't even go in there. My friend went in there and he said you could only pee in there why why can you only pee 
like I asked him, he was like, it is a sitting toilet. I was like, so you, you can sit on it and you can only get why? What is that? Is that just a rule there? What you can't poop in New Mexico. You can't poop in Albuquerque. You can't drop a resume in Albuquerque. You just have to hold it. I wonder what would have happened if he just broke the rules and went anyways and just, just went for it and just dropped the massive, <laughs> just code red Albuquerque SWAT team outside. It was clearly only a peeing bathroom. Get out with your hands up in the air. Out with your hands up in the air. This was clearly, we got, we got a code brown, code brown. We got a code brown. This kid over there. They're from out of state. They're from out of state. They don't know the rules. But the sign clearly said number one. Why did you try to go for a number two? Come out. So then we had to go to Walmart. Improvising. We went to Walmart. We walked in. We were confident about this one. We're like, look. We already had the mental mindset that Walmart wasn't going to be the best public bathroom. But it is all we had. And we just had to go for it. So we walked in there with the utmost confidence. Walked in to the bathroom, and when I say, when I say, I, I don't know how people could be so disgusting in a public bathroom, but it's ridiculous, like seriously, like these people in Albuquerque are not potty trained, they are not, they don't, they don't know, like all of them have to be wearing adult diapers, all of them, they are not potty trained, just, it's like, a, it's like, a, oh, Oh, I'm getting a little miss emotional right now. Oh, it is so disgusting when I walked in there. It was like a zoo. A zoo. I walked into the stall. I locked it. I turned around. And there was a poop on the floor. There was a turd. A legit, a legit turd. And then in the other corner, there was just a, a, a pants with brown streaks in it. I, I felt like I was in a crime scene. It was so disgusting. I got out of there immediately, but my friend had to go so bad, so bad. He went in there and he sat on that toilet right next to that turd and the pants with brown streaks. And he, he did business. He did business. My colon perked up, man. Uh, when you know, when you're in such a disgusting bathroom and even your stomach's like, nah, we could wait. <laughs> no, we, you really had to go. But I like my colon kicked in. It was like, you know, dude we can wait for this one. We, um, we'll wait until we get out of New Mexico for, for a better bathroom. Like this was terrible. Like I, I even washed my hand, even when I was washing my hands, I felt like I still was not getting the grossness off of me. And it, it was just so bad. It was so bad. Like I literally walked out of the bathroom and the guy walking in just kind of gave me a glance. And I just looked at him. I just went, and then he just kind of gave me a look like kind of disappointed. He was just like, does a disappointing nod. But like I walked out and it was like that. It was like a scene, like a war scene where it was like, you know, I, I gave him just that glance of just like, you just, you just don't want to go see it. Oh, oh no, no, no. It, even better. It was that like the scene in the movie where like there's a family member dying and the guy comes out and he's just like not good news. And the doctor's just like shaking his head. So I was the doctor coming out going, it's not going to, it's not looking good. And then all of a sudden the guy walking in, is just like the, the family member of the, of the relative that's dying and just accepts 
accept it's accept that it's fate and it's what it is and just walks in and just faces it i hope he got out alive i hope he's okay but i for sure like felt like i needed to go test go go testing at a clinic or something like that at a local walk-in clinic or something just go do some tests hiv e coli bacteria test i don't know i just needed to like dude i got the i got the third strand of covid there bro like for sure i am vaxxed <laughs> i i will the stra- the third strand of covid will not affect me because i am vaxxed from an albuquerque walmart bath public bathroom for sure dude i'm just it, it make i feel icky just thinking about what this bathroom was like it was so disgusting disgusting but Shout out to Theo Vaughn for pre-warning me um, because without that episode, I would have not known what I was getting myself into. Um, I just I just needed to know that. <laughs> but if you are ever in Albuquerque, please let me know um, and uh, let me know your review. Uh, please listen to this podcast. Listen to Theo Vaughn's episode in Albuquerque. Go in there with a the full mindset of being disappointed. Oh, and don't even get me started with the layout of the land. Where do you place houses? They don't, they don't even know where to place the houses in Albuquerque. It's just rocks and just shrubs. It just looks like they just randomly place houses everywhere. That just It doesn't even make sense. Like They just have like a... It looks like a colony. And then there's, there's one house on a hill. Just one random house on a hill. And I could just see that he's the leader of all the other trailer... Of all the other trailer park members. And he just comes out of his trailer with his bear wolf wolf skin hat and just wolf's uh just skinned all like just bear skin coat and his staff and he just bangs it into the ground chanting and just he yells at the top of his small hill to all the other trailer park hillbillies just oh that does the that's the call of the albuquerque new mexico hillbillies just uh uh up at the top of the hill for sure (laughs) Those people are wild. I was glad to get out of there, but I got to go back at least to travel through. Pray for me, please. Please pray for me that I make it out safe of Albuquerque. I heard Santa Fe was nice, but I think Albuquerque ruined all of New Mexico for me. So just pray as I travel through that I make it out safe, uh, that I don't need to use the bathroom. If I do that... I mean, I can't even go on the side of the road through that place. Like, I remember being a kid, and I really had to go use the bathroom bad. And my mom would always pull off to the side. And you, there was, there was a wooded area. Traveling, traveling through the south, there will always be a wooded area. Because if you were raised in the south, if there's woods, that's a potential bathroom. And you would go there. And if you really needed to go use the bathroom, you would go relieve yourself in the woods. Find a tree. Find some leaves for, you know cleaning up afterwards you know which ones you know which ones not look for if the if there's three leaves that came out of one stem you you shy away from that one that one's going to give you the butt itch for days if you're allergic okay that that's that's the poisonous oaks and the poisonous ivies you don't want to you don't want to go mess around with any of those you learn that in school okay you learn that in woodsmanship using the bathroom in the woods you learn that that's like you know first First few days out in the wild in the south, you, you you use how to use the bathroom properly. Come back to the car, clean yourself off, you're good. Albuquerque, 
rocks, shrubs. There's no ways, there's no place to use the bathroom. No place. I went on a tangent. L- little Miss Rant. That's what I went on, a little Miss Rant. Pardon the interruption. You have now arrived at halftime of episode 57. You may now proceed to get up to go get some refreshments or even use the bathroom if you need to. But if you are using the bathroom, please, please do not turn off your bathroom lights. Turn around three times. Flick the light back on. Look yourself in the mirror and yell Albuquerque three times really loud. Because if you do that, your bathroom will immediately turn disgusting and awful. And you would only be able to use the toilet to go pee. Just words of advice. But I encourage you, nonetheless, to like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with your family, whatever it may be. But we will be rolling with the episode 57 now. Don't give up on your dreams. Yes, we have now entered the motivational portion of this podcast. Please don't give up on them, okay? If your dreams don't involve college, don't go to college, okay? Just don't go do it. Why? It's it, there's no point. Go go live what you would like to do, and and it, college is not for everybody. Okay, go live those dreams. I'm going down to Phoenix. Okay, I can, I'm not guaranteed anything. I really love doing stand up. Let's go see. It. Let's. I'm gonna go figure this out. If I go down there and fail, so be it. God's good in the process. You know, it's like I. I mean, I'm just gonna go for it. Okay, there's too many people in society today. Too many parents that try to and go look go to college get that get that degree go make that money look at the price tag if it's six figures they're over you go for it get that wife get the kids boom american dream every american's gotta go do it no no we also live in a great country where you can go live live and go do other things as well you don't have to go down that route everybody goes down that route and they get crammed that route no sometimes people are like you know what i want to be a singer i want to be I'm going to be, I don't know, I don't know what you want to be, you know, I'm going to go play water polo, you know, and I know what audience I'm speaking to, 18 to 25, that age range, I know that because of thanks to YouTube analytics, I still don't understand how YouTube knows all that information, but guess what, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, because I don't think there's any 40 year old out there that's going like, oh, I just want to see some 22 year old kid and listen to him shouting into a mic especially with all these young TikTokers just ruining it for us, making us look even more ignorant. But I do know some ignorant 40-year-olds, okay? So give, give us some credit. Give some of the youngins some credit here, especially when it comes to the dreams. Go for it. You want to be, you wanna, you wanna be the first white guy in a mariachi band? You go for it. That's quite odd, and I don't really know, but you'll be breaking stereotypes, and you're just out there just... Thank you. Dawson for encouraging me to go follow my dreams of being the first white guy in a mariachi band. I love it. And these, you know, why not? Okay. Why can't you go live that life? Why can't you just go and just, I mean, I don't know. My worst fear is whenever I get to be 50 years old, I look back on my life and I'm like, dang, I wish I could have done that. You know why? Because I see so many adults do it. I see teachers. I've talked to teachers about it. I've talked to parents, uh, my parents. You know, there's just so many things. It's just like, yeah, I just wish I wouldn't have had kids so quick. Yeah, I maybe wish I wouldn't have gotten married so quick, you know. Um, But I I guess this is where I'm at. 
And, you know, sometimes uh, a parent's dreams speak through their kids. And they force them to do sports that they don't want to play, you know? Oh, that hit home for some people, you know? Maybe I got that one 40-year-old that's listening. And he's like, ah, oh, that kind of hit deep, you know? <laughs> I, I kind of felt that for my dad from a little bit, honestly. He would just be screaming at me. I'd be right field, just... Uh, I wouldn't even get in the games until like last minute. You know what they do. They put the kid in the right field. That doesn't do any good. I get in the right field. My dad would show up drunk to games. He's got his, <laughs> his work clothes on, concrete all over him. And he's just, he just got back from hanging out with his buddies. And he's like, oh, I guess I'll go. He's like at the last innings too, like the last two innings of a baseball game. This is right before I quit, but I would just, he would just be at the fence just screaming. I remember one time some guy just hit it to right field. I'm just like, oh no. And my dad's just shaking the fence going, catch it, catch it. And all of a sudden I'm just, oh, I just, I get scared and uh, the ball bumps in front of me and he's just screaming through the fence. I feel like he's about to rip it in half. He's just like, throw it to second, throw it. And then I'm like, just trying to throw my like my skinny mind into it because I got my mom's side in the genetics. Okay. The whole side of her family, skinny, unathletic me. On the other hand, I, I got those genes. My dad, he was a star football player. His whole side of the family has got the athletic genes and them or the, the, at least something they could do something in sports. Me on the other hand, I could trying my best out there. That's what I'm trying to say. I was I threw it to second. I made the play. I made my drunk dad proud. I, I seriously, he's just like screaming at the fence. I just, I, the tears that rolled down my eyes of relief that I knew as the security guards were like taking my dad out because he was being an interruption. The tear of relief that was going down my eyes as I knew I wasn't going to get yelled at for not making that play. Oh, that was glorious. But live your dreams. Go, go for those dreams, man. Go for them. You got something you want to do? Go for it. It's okay to fail. It's part of success. I'm pretty sure there's a song maybe about that. I mean, who knows? But, you know, I know for a fact that I'm not going to be making all the money. You know, I just, I came to terms with that. Uh, it's going to be very interesting of what happens. Uh, with all that, if I ever get married, if I do get married, it's definitely, she's going to be making most of the money. I, that's just guaranteed. I, I, I already know that's what's going to happen. She's going to be making the money for sure. Am I okay with that? A hundred percent. But are most girls okay with that? That's the question. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical. There might be a few out there, but a lot of girls are like, Maybe you want that guy paying the dough or no, getting that dough. That's fine. But I'm telling you this much. I will make a promise to you ladies. If there's any ladies listening to this podcast, because also in the analytics, I have a predominantly male audience. I think there's a small sliver that says 5% female. So those 5% females, you like, listen up. Okay. I know, um, at least around in Conway, a lot of, a lot of you are going to get nursing degrees. So you'll definitely be making some really good money. And I know you worked really hard for that degree. That's awesome. But hear me out here. Okay. I, uh, I can't make any promises of where my dreams will take me. Okay. You maybe, you know, I may fall flat on my face. Who knows? I may go out to Phoenix and, uh, uh rock it up, but either way, I'm not going to be making a lot of money, but I can guarantee you this every night that when you get home, guaranteed, there will be food on the table. Delicious 
delicious basted chicken that I've made. Oh man, I have mastered the grilled basted chicken just Gordon Ramsay style. Okay. A knob of butter, a knob of butter. Oh, I know what a knob is. Okay. Flexing that knowledge right there. Just basting chicken. It's going to be glorious cooked. Okay. I'm so confident in my chicken. I don't even cut in it. Okay. I let it rest. See, that's another one you let, and then you put on the plate. Guess what's going to be right next to it? Mashed potatoes, but they're not going to be any ordinary mashed potatoes. They're going to be Dawson's famous mashed potatoes. And I'm not going to tell you what the secret in that is. You're going to have to find out once you marry me. All right. Then asparagus. Oh, what do I put on the asparagus? I put olive oil and I'm going to leave out one ingredient because that is a special Dawson secret that I have mastered in putting that on there. Okay. Boom. That's just one night's dinner. Okay. I know that's appetizing, but I promise you that would be there. Laundry folded. Okay. Roses on the table. There might, there's probably going to be a candle. Okay, and then also, look, you're going to see this face. I mean, come on. If you're watching this right now and not listening, I mean, come on. Who can resist? You you got food on the table. You got this with food on the table, roses. Okay, I mean, I don't mind being being just the stay-at-home, the the stay-at-home man, you know, the stay-at-home dad. Ooh, probably not the dad part, but just just the stay-at-home. Uh but maybe the stay-at-home dad, okay? We're still in debate on that, okay? It's not going to be a 100% factor here, okay? But the only dad I'm going to be doing right now, the dadding I'm going to be doing right now is the, uh, um, I know that sounded really sus, but I promise you that's, it just came out completely wrong. Uh, but the only dadding around here is going to be some dogs. I do, I do want some dogs in the future. So you got, you got you just you close your eyes, imagine, Stud in the kitchen, roses on the table, chicken, mashed potatoes, asparagus, and two dogs. Um, well, more, more in my dream, and in, in, in the grand scheme of things, it's going to be exotic animals. I, I don't. If you've, you're going to have to go back and listen all the way back to a, a duo podcast that I did with another guy, and uh, we talked about exotic animals uh, because I, I instead of dogs, I would like just to go for it, get an exotic animal. I want to get a mon- two mongoose, uh, two mongooses, um, but uh, it, they're, they're called mongoose. I know the plural is mongooses, but for me, it's mongoose, and you can argue with me on that all day. Okay, English, but it's mongoose. We're going to go with that, and I'm going to, dude, feeding the venomous snakes. It's going to be great. So just imagine all that. That's what you'll get. That's a full Dawson Iglehart package. Of what you'll be getting if you marry me, but uh, um, I will probably not be making the bread, and I've came came to terms with that. <laughs> but guess what? You will have a great time. It will always be a party spiritually. Oh, oh, um, but uh, yeah, live that dream, man. Live that dream. Like the like the people that I see. Uh, like this guy I've been following on uh, social media. I've been seeing him on a lot of YouTube shorts here recently. It's the, it's this Louisiana cooking guy. I know there's there's a few of them out there, but this guy in particular. Oh, his famous pre- famous phrase, "Do come on, what up, do 
Yeah, he says like that. He's like, "How's it going, dude? We're gonna hit. We're gonna hit it with this dude. Do this and do that." He, he, it's dude, but he forget. He just leaves off the D and the E part. He just it's D and a bunch of U's. Do, do, and he, he's, he's about as Louisiana as it gets, man. It's, it's all, it's amazing. I love it. He just the Louisiana cooking style, baby. Always big. Go big or go home, as they say in Louisiana, or that's the motto that they follow because. He always, he, he's just dressed with the cutoff, got the jorts, the mullet, the sunglasses. Just imagine this. And he's got the, he's got the belt of, uh, of, uh, of seasonings, all his seasonings, by the way. Um, a belt, excuse me, a belt of seasonings. And then, uh, and then what he'll do is he'll start out and it's always a crawfish boil. That's it's always a crawfish. He got he does these things all the time, and they're always ginormous. I don't know who he's feeding, but it's it always gets out the way too big of of a pot. He's like, oh, first thing, dude, we're gonna get this uh, pot out, and then we're gonna put in thirteen bags of onions, <laughs> or I, well, he'll say onions, uh, thirteen bags of onions, and then we got uh. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do twelve bags of potatoes, and then we're gonna cut in two carrots, uh, because I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not gonna, I'm not a big fan of that vitamin C. You know what I'm saying? Huh? My vision already good, son. <laughs> it just you know they, they just he always implements jokes. So those Louisiana cooking guys, they all those crawfish guys, all of them, they all implement some kind of sort of jokes and uh, just. The prepping, the style of it, and it's the seasonings are what gets me. The seasonings are by far the best part of the whole thing, is because they always have an awesome name to it. Because it's just generic, you know, this cayenne pepper and a but mixed in with a little few of their things that they just combine together. Okay, it's not new seasonings or new spices that he found in his backyard that he's homegrown or he just mined one day and found some new spices. He just combined them together and it's the name, it's the branding behind it. And he, the, the, they always come up with these catchy names or these funny, but catchy names that get the people's eyes brought in. They're like, I got to buy that seasoning. It's just, so he's like, he's putting the onions, the potatoes, the 12 bags. He puts the three gallons of chicken broth or the three gallons of broth or whatever in there. And then he backs up a whole dump truck of crawfish. He's like, Hey, come on, back that thing up, back that thing up, back, back it up, back it up. a little bit more, a little bit more. Ooh, we're going to put that whole thing on there on top of the 13 bags of onions, <laughs> onions, baby. And, but he, he talk he talks like that. And then he, uh, he gives a seasoning out and it's always great when the, the, the Louisiana really kicks in with the seasoning names, just, Hey, y'all do. So what we're going to do here, we're about to put the seasoning in before we do the crawfish because the seasoning is the most important part. So what we got here is we got, uh, fiery Hebrew and, uh, for my, uh, uh, weaker taste budded, li- uh, listeners, we got the, uh, a moderate Gentile. Uh, make sure if you're going to use one, make sure it's either one or the other. Don't mix both because we don't want uh, conflicting flavors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, I love it. I love it. Just, it's amazing. So live your dreams. Be like that crawfish guy with the mullet, the cutoff shirt, the jorts, and the onions. Do. Give it that seasoning, dude. <laughs> 
bro, I, I'm about to I'm, I'm about to be coming out with some seasoning, dude. That fiery Hebrew and that moderate Gentile, whew, dude. They, no one has tapped into that market yet, for sure. <laughs> you know what market no one else has tapped into either? Okay, so I was talking with a friend at a coffee shop the other day. And he and I, it was mostly him, but we kind of bounced off each other. Oh, I love conversations. Just the way that we bounce off each other uh, of, of the, what happened. He, he talked about a coffee, like getting his coffee. Okay. It's a, and it's, he always gets his name wrong. And I'm like, oh, me too. Like our names are always wrong on there or they just forget to put the name on there. And they'll just call the coffee name out. And we just have to like fight to the death and see whose coffee that is. Well, he was like, <laughs> so he started like, he was like, well, what happens if they just describe the person? They just forget their name. And he's like, oh, that scrawny, uh, ball-headed guy over there. And then he, uh, and then we were like, oh, how funny would it be if, um, if that's how they like, you know, instead of names, they just called out people describing how their outer appearance is. And that's how <laughs> they would receive their coffee. And I was like, yo. What if we create a business like that and I've already got the name for it. So it's going to be a thing. So whenever I get my, uh, whenever I, I get married to this, uh, to this uh, girl who's going to be making tons of money because that's the only way that is going, this is going to be able to happen because more than likely with my income, I'm going to have to get out a lot of loans and I just don't know if this is going to happen. Um, I mean, I do have a good credit score, so it may, who knows, but uh, in the future, for sure, I'm going to open up a coffee shop called Roasters and you're going to go in and get your coffee and uh, place your coffee order and then sit down and then the only the way that you're going to have to get your coffee is you're going to have to guess if they're talking about your outer appearance. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's going to happen. You know, you, they, they go up there like, Hey, I want to, I want to, I want a honey macchiato with, uh, almond milk. Simple. Let's make it happen. Next thing you know, you're going to be like, all right, honey macchiato with almond milk for the, uh, scrawny individual that looks oddly, uh, proportional, disproportional. <laughs> I messed it up. I messed it up. I got to rewind that back. I got to, I got to get this thing going. Okay. So I got the honey macchiato for the bald fella. That's oddly disproportional. Uh, it looks like he's wears his, uh, left shoe on his right foot and his right shoe on his left foot. Um, he came in and just, I don't know. I it's just something very descriptive. That's just basically kind of like, I forgot what that restaurant's called, but they, uh, are very rude to them the whole time that they're serving them, except it's the coffee version of that. It's going to be a coffee slash comedy club called Roasters, and that's how you get your coffee deliter- delivered. Hopefully, you don't give a, get offended. So, you know, or get a honey macchiato because if you get a hot honey macchiato, <laughs> I feel like people would just start coming in and looking goofy on purpose. That would be great. That would be a great thing to go, but... Um, little Miss dreaming over here. That's all I'm doing now for uh for for this podcast right now. I'm just in little Miss little Miss Dreamland. Uh, but uh to wrap this thing up, um, before we get into the Bible verse, uh, I want to give a shout out to Crumble Cookie. Uh, I know every girl's favorite cookie. Every white girl's like 
favorite cookie right now. If you don't know what crumble cookie is, it's literally crumble cookie and little miss memes like right there for girls for sure. But the crazy thing about crumble cookie is, is I made a story, an Instagram story and they, um, uh, they, uh, they commented, they like DM'd me and they put a laughing face with a heart. And I was like, well, since I made you laugh, are you going to, would you give me a discount? And they gave me a discount for sure. I can get a box of cookies right now for free because they gave me a coupon. And I'm like, let's go. But I want to step it up a little bit and I want to see if I can get my first sponsor. And I want my first sponsor to be Crumble Cookie. That would be amazing. Not only would that like up my female listeners a little bit because I'm sponsored by Crumble Cookie. I w- would wear anything Crumble Cookie. Like your the shirts. I will have some Crumble Cookie flexing out here. If you're my first and one and only sponsor, you are going to get a Dawson Iglehart special and the last Iglehart podcast promise of me flexing you every single episode. I'm not just going to do that tacky little, little like where I just like submit you in like in the middle of like a podcast or whatever, like towards the end or whatever. I will literally flex you the whole entire podcast, just shirt, merch, whatever. So crumble cookie, if you're listening, I want to be more. Okay. I want to be more than just a DM mystery. Okay, I want to be more than just a little flame, you know, a little flame. And then you give me a coupon and you like just, I go off in the sunset with it. No, I want to be able for you to invest in my podcast and get, be a sponsor. Okay, I want Crumble Cake to be a sponsor. So anybody that's listening right now, let's get this thing rolling. Invade. Okay, as, as those, as those, uh, prosperity gospel preachers would say invade the schools invade the government i want you to invade crumble cookie dms okay they're dms and i want you to be like hey sponsor the at last i go heart podcast tag me in it tag hey hey sponsor at i go heart dawson sponsor at i go heart dawson the last i go heart podcast don't don't say at i go heart dawson go in there invade say sponsor the at the last i go heart podcast and just, I want everybody to just sponsor, just like spam them, spam them, get their attention because I want Crumble Cookie to be my first sponsor. It would be a dream come true. Okay. Fight for that dream. Come on, dude. I know we're going to get this thing happening, dude. Come on. And I'll, I'll help them make cookies, you know, get creative. Come on. They need some creative juices. They, they, they do flavors of the weeks all the time. I'll literally slide on in and give them recommendations. I'm not going to spoil any right now. I need you as a sponsor first, Crumble Cookie. So people who listen to the podcast, let's make this happen. DM them. Let me know that you DM them. Okay? Screenshot it. And then I'll put them in my story. I'll just add them constantly. I'll, I'm going to be making, I'm going to try to make a, like a highlight reel with the coupon that they gave me. I'm going to make a little highlight just video. I'll just go in there. I'm going to get a group of girls. We're going to go into Crumble Cookie. We're just going to go crazy and just make a whole little advertisement flexing the coupon that they gave me. Hopefully that gets their attention. All I'm saying is, is we're going to get Crumble Cookie's attention one way or another. I might only just get another coupon, but in the end of this, maybe even a sponsor. Let's make this happen. But verse for episode 57, what's the Bible verse? Let's do this. Bible verse is going to be 
Second Timothy. Oh, if you turn with me, if you have, if you have free hands and you have your Bible nearby. Um, let's see here. We got Second Timothy one seven. So Second Timothy one seven. It says, "For God has not given us a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power, love, and sound judgment." I'm gonna repeat that again for the people in the back, for the people that this part of the podcast got interrupted for them. So turn this up. For God has not given us this uh, a spirit of fearfulness, but one of power. Love and sound judgment. Amen. Can I get an amen? I feel like that verse um, is going to speak to y'all. It would speak to y'all very nicely. It spoke to me uh, during this time of uh, being a little bit on edge about moving uh, at 22, 20 hours away from everybody (laughs) and just trying to get this thing going, seeing if this comedy ship, but you know, set sail, get those sails going, see if it, see how far it goes and just seeing where God does with it. It's going to be absolutely awesome just to like, I mean, just God has literally blessed me with just having like these little small cracks or these little things that could turn into really great opportunities um, in the future. Who knows? But either way, God is good. And I'm just pumped up to see what the future holds, man. And like, just, um, just some, I watched a little video, uh, about this verse. It's like choosing faith over fear. Uh, it says respond to fear with faith when times of uncertainty, uh, fear would make us give up on faith. Uh, then we can respond to our fear instead with perseverance, believing God is still good. Amen. That was my little Devo this morning. So I added a little extra to that Bible verse. So hopefully that motivates y'all uh, for this week, this month, this year, today, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this podcast, uh, maybe, you know, that gets your mind churning for the future. Okay. I, I mean, I got some other stuff too that I could send y'all just email me, DM me, be like, Hey Dawson, I need some more stuff on that. I'll be like, I oh, look, I got you. I got you. But the most important thing is, is failing is part of success. So go for it. Go for those dreams, do come on, do do it. <laughs> but uh, thank you everybody for listening to the last uh, for for listening to episode fifty seven of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. If you are still listening, and you've made it this far. Please make sure to like, subscribe, comment, uh, tell me what you like about it. Uh, tell me what you don't like about it. Any recommendations? You know, whatever. Email me, DM me, what just. I like to hear some feedback, you know, just do whatever you want. But most importantly, subscribe, hit that bell. If you want to stay notified when I drop a, a new episode, I probably won't be dropping uh, episode 58 until I get to Phoenix. Uh, I'm still debating on it. I'll keep you posted on my social media, which will be linked in the description. Uh, also, go check out some uh, some stand-up that I, uh, um, little clips that I just, you know, dropped but those are on my social media as well. But thank you, everybody, for listening to episode 57 of the Last I Go Hot podcast. I'll be seeing y'all later. I'll be seeing y'all soon, whenever. But I love y'all. Y'all go have a great rest of y'all's day, week, whatever it may be. But peace out. The Last I Go Hard Podcast. You are listening to The Last I Go Hard Podcast.